it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Slutsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 217. Here's the deal. Today's episode is something that has come up frequently with our OMCA clients, which is the Online Music Course Accelerator program that I am running with Broja Cajon. And we are currently taking our clients through and into the fourth month of the program. They are creating video. They are putting together sales pages. They are getting their courses off the ground so that they can launch with a webinar next month. It is super, super exciting. And a lot of questions have been coming up around video and broadcasting and recording and teaching. So I thought that today on the podcast, I would share some of the conversations that we've been having and some of the tech that people are choosing to use for these different purposes. Before we get into it, I am inviting you to be part of the Expand Online community. Click on the link inside the show notes. It's expandonlinecommunity.com. And that'll take you to our Facebook group. I would love to connect with you. It's just a very happy, uplifting space filled with lots of other music teachers who are bending and flexing and finding their space in the online world. And with that, let's get into this video recording, broadcasting, teaching conversation. First of all, there is no one right way to do this. You find what works for you. I'm sharing some of the tools that we currently use and recommend inside OMCA, as well as what I recommend with my private clients. The first tool is Zoom. Zoom is easy. People understand it nowadays. They know that it is there. They know that they just click on a link and that they are able to access a live video conferencing environment. That's what Zoom is. Zoom allows for people to meet and do whatever it is that they want to do. Zoom is not the best at audio quality, but it is far better than not being able to connect and see each other. In addition to that, Zoom has a recording feature, which makes it really nice to be able to record whatever you are having that live meeting, that live interaction with. Also with the Zoom recording, you could jump into your own Zoom meeting and record it and use that video inside your courses. You could actually record your entire course on Zoom and there's nothing wrong with it. It's a great place to start. Now, if you want to get more specific for the different purposes of video content, we can go into other channels. Back in November, and I will have this linked up in the show notes, I did a deep dive series on four of the platforms that I'm aware of that are designed for video conferencing for music lessons. So they are designed to have a higher fidelity, which makes the audio quality that much better. They are designed to foster the 
classroom feel or the lesson feel. And they're really, truly best-in-class products. And real quick, those products are Musee, Musicology, Rock Out Loud Live, Blink Lessons, and there's now a fifth one that I didn't have a chance to bring onto that series, and it's called Forte. So I would recommend checking those out, and I have those linked up in the show notes along with a link to that entire series. Okay, so when you are teaching, if you teach on Zoom, fine. If you teach on one of these other five platforms, fine. No problem. It's great. They all offer something a little bit different. Some allow recording, some don't. That's up to you how you want to do it. Let's switch gears for a moment away from the live teaching, the live in real time teaching through the computer and talk a little bit about broadcasting. What is broadcasting? Broadcasting is going live on Instagram. It's going live on Facebook. It's going live on YouTube. It is doing something live that is a one-way push, a one-way video interaction. Now, technically, you can bring someone else into your broadcast. So let's talk about Instagram. Instagram, pretty much when you want to broadcast on Instagram, you're going to broadcast directly using the camera on your phone because that's what Instagram is. Instagram is a mobile app. With Facebook, you can use the native app, whether it's on your phone or otherwise, or you can use a third-party tool such as StreamYard or OBS. I'm going to talk about both of those in a couple of moments. You can also do the same thing with YouTube. With YouTube, you can go live directly within the app or within the website, or you can use a third-party tool such as OBS or StreamYard. In fact, you can actually also use Zoom. You can broadcast a Zoom meeting into these platforms. StreamYard and OBS. Those are the two products that I want to talk about next. StreamYard and Restream and other tools that are web-based browser tools that allow you to do broadcasting are designed to give you more control and provide you with a better experience for those broadcasts. You can interact with your viewers. If they leave comments, you can pop the comments up on the screen. You can put up your own lower thirds. You can put your own logo in and a few other bells and whistles that you can't do with the native application, the go live that you have inside of Facebook or YouTube. I personally use StreamYard to broadcast into the Expand Online community and I go live inside the community every single Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's what I use. That's the way that I have chosen to do it. The other tool that I mentioned is OBS. OBS is Open Broadcast Software. It was designed for a number of different uses, and most of it started with gaming, I believe, if I am not mistaken. Open means free. It means that it's free to use. You can download it. You can do whatever you want. And then you can do what's called inserting scenes. So you could have multiple video cameras. You could have multiple audio inputs. You might have a screen input. You could have a number of different inputs into your scenes and then broadcast just the same as you do with StreamYard. I think OBS is extremely powerful. It is a wonderful, wonderful tool. It takes a little bit of time to set up and get comfortable with because it was built open source, which allows for other developers to add different bits and pieces and widgets and all sorts of stuff into it. 
it is extremely powerful. And I think that it is worth the time when you have time to start figuring it out. I would definitely set aside time and plan on not being productive during that time so that you can watch a lot of YouTube videos. You can learn how to use that software if you are interested in doing more broadcasting. Okay. Now, the last piece of this episode where I want to talk about what to use for video is for the purpose of recording. And when I think of recording, I think of videos that you upload to Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, as well as inside your courses or your membership sites or your group programs. Okay, so you're creating produced videos in this case. You can still use Zoom to create those. You can also use the camera on your phone to create those. The camera on most of our phones is actually more times than not better than the built-in camera on your computer and even some external webcams. Mine is a 1080p. It makes me pretty happy. It gives pretty good quality. On your phone or on your computer, you have the option of using the built-in recording function or purchase or download another piece of software that does the recording that you want. I'm not going to get into the specifics of what software to use, but I am going to tell you that me personally on my PC, I'm a Windows gal through and through. I love recording using Camtasia. I have a link for that in the show notes. I am an affiliate, a very proud affiliate of Camtasia, and I love Camtasia more for the editing side than the recording side, but because I use it for editing, it is such an important tool for me to also use for recording because it's less software. It's less pieces of equipment. We can also record using StreamYard or Restream or any of those tools. But if you're going to use those, most likely you're going to want to pay for their upgraded account so that you don't have the StreamYard logo in the corner. If you are looking for another option for recording through the web browser, my recommendation would be to use Zencaster. Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. I'll have that linked up in the show notes as well. I've got lots of goodies in the show notes today. Um, Zencaster is actually what I use when I record podcast interviews, and it is what I'm using for recording the Expand Online Summit 2022. I used it last year, and it is a wonderful, wonderful piece of software. Zencaster is very powerful. However, it only records your camera and your microphone. It doesn't have the ability to record your screen. It doesn't have the ability to record multiple cameras or multiple microphones or things like that. If you are looking to record multiple things, much like I talked about OBS for broadcasting, it works equally well for recording because again, you can use those scenes and you can do things all bells and whistles right there. One of the great things about using OBS for recording is because you can position the cameras and change the size and make the screen look great is oftentimes there is very little, if any, post-production editing that is required. Whereas if you're using a tool like Camtasia, you're kind of planning on both recording and editing and producing your content. Let me circle us all the way back up to the top. Zoom is a great tool for general purpose. 
Then you've got your lesson-specific tools. Again, those are Musi, Musicology, Rock Out Loud Live, Blink Lessons, and Forte. And then we get into broadcasting where we can go direct to Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and wherever else from the app on your phone or oftentimes from your computer as well. Or you can use a browser-based third-party tool like StreamYard or Restream or a downloaded tool like OBS, Open Broadcast Software. And then finally, with our produced videos, again, we can use Zoom, we can use OBS, we can use StreamYard, we can use Restream, we can go straight to the camera that is on our computer, or we can use an editing tool like Camtasia. Whew, that was a lot. And I didn't even get into iMovie if you are a Mac user, because I know that a lot of you guys use iMovie for editing and all sorts of stuff. I know it's a good tool. With that, I would love your feedback. I'd love more questions that you have about this video conversation because I have barely scratched the surface and I would love to go deeper either on another episode of the podcast or privately with you. So please send me a message over on Instagram or on Facebook. I'm at Jamie Sledsky or book a call with me. Go to callwithjamie.com and we can just jam on this or whatever other topic is on your mind. I would love to be in conversation with you. Again, there are a ton of links in the show notes. Check them out, click on them, see what's up. And I wish you nothing but good lighting with all of your teaching, broadcasting, and recording needs. I will be back with a brand new episode for you next week.